Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you... Motley transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Recently, the Red Cross was called upon to undertake an immediate and dramatic expansion of its participation in the National Blood Program to make available all the gamma globulin possible for the prevention of paralysis from polio. Experiments conducted over the past two years have demonstrated the effectiveness of this treatment. It takes approximately one pint of blood to make an average dose of gamma globulin as used in polio. One injection protects a child for a period of one to five weeks following exposure. Therefore, there is an additional need for blood donations now in order that we may be able to do our utmost to safeguard our children during the epidemic period next summer. There has been no let-up in the need for blood for overseas and for the thousands of wounded men in our military hospitals still fighting for a chance to live. If you are an adult, call your local Red Cross chapter for an appointment to make a donation of your blood for the National Blood Program, which aims to supply the total blood needs of the country. Join the thousands of Americans who are rolling up their sleeves. Take pride in having helped save a life. Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista needs a partner to help him do his great comedy act at tonight's Elks Club Vaudeville show. He went downtown this morning to offer this fabulous opportunity for fame and fortune to Dr. George Gamble. And here he is back home again, muttering to himself. That's smart, Alec. That wiseacre. How do you like that Doc Gamble anyway, Molly? How do you like that guy? I like him fine, McGee, and I know you do too, no matter what you say, because... Makes you... me run through my entire act. Do all the jokes for him, even my song and dance. Then after I finish the shuffle off and nearly break my neck on account of because some patient's dad-ratted kid left a roller skate on the floor of the waiting room, then he tells me he's going to be busy tonight and can't do the act with me. Oh, no. Thanks for the show, McGee, he says. And good luck, he says. Because with an act like that, you'll need it at the Elks Club tonight, he says. Oh, that's too bad, dear. That rat. That... Oh, doggone it, who am I going to get to do my act with? Who? You shouldn't have turned Mr. Wimple down yesterday, dearie. He did very well with the jokes, and I thought he danced beautifully. I had no idea he was so talented. Neither did I. That fancy dance step of his would have stopped the show. I don't understand why you didn't choose him. He's too tall. Five three? Well, anyhow, I saw Wimp today, and he changed his mind. Said he had other plans for tonight. Well, I don't blame him. After he worked so hard learning your whole act, and then you telling him you didn't want him. Doggone it, I got all my equipment for my and Fred Nittany's old act here. The unicycle, my Indian clubs, my old mandolin, the little American flags that come out of my ears. Everything. But a straight man. Well, I'm not stuck yet. I just figured out the perfect partner for my act. Well, good. Someone who knows these jokes by heart. Someone who, even though there's only a few hours left to rehearse, can learn to do a time step, carry my Indian clubs for me, and for the finale, sit on my shoulders and hold up a picture of President Eisenhower while I ride the unicycle backwards because she loves me very much and will work real hard. So when I do my act tonight, I'll be a big success. Thanks to you, my own loving wife. Here's your parasol. 
Let's get start rehearsing. What? Now, wait a minute, McGee. I can't learn all that. McGee, will you get down off of that unicycle and listen to me? McGee, I cannot do this. <laughs> The show's already started. In this way, kiddo. Oh, dear, I... Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Clarence Kramer and his musical balloon. Well, folks, how do you like the show so far? Don't drop them in in time. My goodness, McGee, I'm so nervous. I don't think I can remember all those things you told me. Don't worry. It all comes back to you when we get out there on the stage. Right, oh, hi, Herb. Yeah, we made it. Next on our program, we have an act I'm sure you'll find very unusual. Goodness, that's a, not us, is it? No, no, no. You don't think I'd let Watson put us on at the beginning, do you? In show business, you always save the best for the last. We got the top spot. We closed the show. Oh, I wish it was closed right now so we could sneak out of here. And... Hello, Mrs. McGee. Oh, hello, Mrs. Bradley. You look very cute with that straw hat and cane. Quite manly, really. Oh, well, thank you. No talking backstage, Mrs. McGee. And now, through the efforts of Otto Brokhausen, owner of Brokhausen's Pet Shop at 14th and Oak, open Friday night till 9, we have secured the services of a professional animal act. You better move out of the way, kiddo. The animals come right through here. Follow me. I know my way around back. I'm right behind you, dearie. Okay. Is the animal act ready? Good. And now, here they are, Chimp and Chump, the acrobatic chimpanzee. <laughs> and jobs, that we must work hard to improve our economic system. 
but we recognize also that it has brought more benefits to more people than any other system. Remember, under the American economic system, the better we produce, the better we live. You think I ought to run upstairs and see what act is on now? They'll call us. Relax. We're not supposed to go on for another 20 minutes. And personally, I wish we could forget this whole thing. Don't you worry. When we get out there on that stage and the crowd starts to roar, you'll love it. That I doubt. As long as we're waiting around, let's run through the gags again. McGee, can't we leave out the jokes and just go into our song? Honestly, these jokes are just... Now, don't you worry. You'll do them all right. You're just nervous now. Come on. We'll run through that opening gag again. It'll give you more confidence. Here. Now, hold this book in your hand. You ready? Okay. Hi, Fib. Hi, Ma. What's you reading? Reading about flies. Flies? Did you know a single fly can have a million babies? Yeah. Well, how many babies can a married fly have? <laughs> oh, dear. I'm so ashamed every time I tell that horrible... Relax. You'll fracture him, baby. Don't forget, after that joke, you get off stage, get the alarm clock, and get the gun, and then come right back on. The alarm clock and the gun. Mm-hmm. And what do I do with that? Don't you remember? Right after the opening joke, I go into when Irish eyes are smiling, and you come running on the stage and shoot the gun at the alarm clock. I stop the song and I say, just a minute, what do you think you're doing? And you look at the audience and say, just killing time. I guarantee you that mob will scream when you speak them words. Well, thanks, bud. Come on, Molly, I got the funny hats. Grab the Indian clubs. Oh, this is just... What's happening on stage now, bud? Where are they? What's going on now? you still got plenty of time. There's Good. one more act that goes on before you do. Well, who's out there now? What act is it? Mrs. Bradley. She's reading a poem she wrote. I didn't know she could write. I didn't know she could read. That old powder pigeon. Throughout the year, each day and night, keep up, keep up the good, good fight. And though we shed a tear or two, ring up the old, ring in the new. Oh, Nellie by the door. Oh, brother. I'm glad we stayed in our dressing room. If the rest of the acts were as bad as that one, I'm... Oh, I'm just exhausted. I gave everything. And that was plenty. Oh, brother. Yeah, fine, Mrs. Bradley. And now, before we close our show with McGee and McGee's snappy songs and pretty sayings, we have a new act that asked for a tryout on our show, and we're going to give it to them. Hey, why don't they put us on? What is this, amateur night? Please, dearie. Well, what's the sense of wasting time with corny... Bring you now for the first time anywhere that great new comedy team of Wally Whipple and Ducky Gamble, the Fun Boys. What? Heavenly days. All right, boys, you're up. What's going on? that a single fly can have a million babies? Yeah, how many babies can a married fly have? <laughs> hey, that is our game. Show them the whole act and they steal my joke with those dirty... They wouldn't do that, McGee. It's just a coincidence. I'm sure the doctor... When wouldn't... Irish eyes are smiling... Oh, yeah, well, listen to that. And here comes Wimp with an alarm clock and a gun. Hey, just a minute there. What do you think you're doing? Who, me? Just killing time. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard enough. Breaking the mandolin. They're not going to top me, boy. I'm going to ride out there on that unicycle playing.
and the stars and stripes forever on the mandolin. And when them little American flags come flopping out of my ears, I'll get more applause than them guys ever heard in all their Good night to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Tomorrow on the NBC Radio Network, you'll hear three great special events when you set your dial to this station. First, from Pasadena, California, NBC's top newscasters will bring you a thrilling word picture of the fabulous Rose Parade. This is the traditional celebration of the roses, and you'll be there via the magic of radio when you listen tomorrow on NBC. Later, from the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas, NBC will present a play-by-play description of the Alabama Rice football game. This 18th renewal of the Dallas Classic will put Alabama's Southwestern Conference champions against Rice Institute's co-champions of the Southwest. And then you'll want to stay tuned as NBC will return once again to Pasadena, California for the Rose Bowl football classic. Tomorrow, you'll hear an evenly matched game between the Bruins of UCLA and the Spartans of Michigan State College as they battle for the honors of the Big Ten and the Pacific Coast Conference. Keep your dial set to NBC tomorrow for the finest New Year's Day sports coverage. Well, McGee, that winds up another year. 1953 is just about finished. Yeah, and me too. Hey, I wonder what happened to all the things I was going to do in 1953. (laughs) I don't know, but that's a familiar question. Remember, I was going to give up smoking, be more polite to people, read some good books and all stuff like that there. I remember. Well, it's sure great to have a whole, fresh, brand new year to do them things in. (laughs) Remind me, will you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy Happy New Year. Radio Network.